Today's episode of Shootcast is brought to you once again from our friends at Modus Operando Brewing. Based in Motorvale on Sydney's northern beaches, the purveyors of fine craft beer. Be sure to check them out online and get your order in, or why not visit the brewery? Thank you to Modus for your support. Today we've got a short, sharp show. We're going to have a quick review of round three and also cast our eye into a very, very intriguing round four. Thanks for tuning in. Welcome to Shootcast. Welcome to Shootcast, our round three wrap. Joining me on the line again this week is uh, Fox Sports commentator and former Shoot Shield commentator Andrew Swain. Swainy, thanks for jumping back on, mate. Burjo, it's always a pleasure, mate. Love chatting Shoot Shield. It's it's the best. Yes, yeah, not a chore at all, is it, mate? How was your weekend? You had uh, lots of rugby covered. There's some, some pretty good super games on the weekend, I thought. Yeah, the Super Rugby on the weekend was outstanding. Friday night, I was there uh, at Leichhardt Oval to watch the, the Super Time game. The last Super Time game, it was you and me, mate, on the hill. This at time, I was, at, uh, yeah. I was at Leichhardt and got to call the game, luckily enough. And yeah, it was a result. So it was a, it was actually a, a really exciting ending. Um, great to see Reese Hodge bombing some goals from... From you know seventy meters out and what have you, mm. and then uh, and then on Saturday the Reds and the Brumbies game that was I reckon that was up there at Super Rugby Aotearoa standard I reckon it was that good. Yeah, no, it was um, it was really good to see the uh, skill level and intensity in both the games. But you're right, that Reds Brumbies game looked um, looked really good. And you had a few. Uh, you're not the only commentator in Australia will be getting very excited about the standard of that game. I see Cape was. Uh, talking it up to New Zealand standards. But uh, I guess that's the beauty of, of having split comps is we don't really know. And maybe that might work to our advantage in a Blood is Low Cup series if we do get one, you know? They can't maybe work us out all season? Yeah, oh, I, I definitely see benefits in that side of things. And you know what? It also it, it just it galvanises the fans and the crowd a little bit. Like teams, you know, fans aren't watching their team get beaten every week, unless you're the Waratahs mm-hmm. at the moment. But um, but there's always a, an Aussie team winning. There's always a Kiwi team winning. Um, yeah. So I, I feel like that is good for the fans. It's good for the good for the game, good for the the, the crowds to come back. And, you know, they'll, they'll be excited when they come around to Kiwi uh, to, to play Bledisloe's because – they, they just won't know what, quite what might happen. Mm. Looking ahead to this week, um, there's a, maybe a couple of do-or-die matches. I, a Tars-Reds Saturday night, that's that's almost do-or-die church if the Tars, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. It's definitely do-or-die. I think they're done if they lose this game. So, And, and look, it's Reds-Tars. It's, you know, last time Liam Wright described it as state of origin, the game up there in Queensland was a belter as well. It was probably the second best game mm. of the year out of all yeah, the, the rugby AU games. It was a it was a ripper. So I, I'm really looking forward to that. It's the SCG, uh, which is an iconic venue, even though it's probably not great to watch rugby at, but you know, you don't have to go. Just sit in your couch and watch it on Fox Sports and enjoy. Um, I'm looking forward to that one. And then um, on Friday night, you've got the Rebels taking Brumbies. on the yeah. Brumbies. Yep, Brumbies. Brumbies at Leichhardt again. And, uh, yeah, that, that'll be good as well. Look, the Rebels have started to find some form, haven't they? 
Um, yeah, they're, they they're starting to play all right footy. Uh, you know, Matt Tamu is leading them around well. And then you've got uh, the the Brumbies who are just a juggernaut at the moment. They they just forgotten how to lose. So, yeah, a couple mm. of good games this weekend. Looking forward to it. Yeah, it's good to see the other franchises now taking up to the Brumbies and making it a bit more competitive because they look like the sort of outstanding side for a while. But, uh, yeah, it's it's looking much more competitive. Hopefully, uh, are they having a final series? Because out to row, they're just first past the post, aren't they, I think? There is a final series here. So the um, first past the post goes straight to the final and then two plays three in a semi. Um, so, I mean, there's still plenty to play for. I actually like that because it means that, that even the the bottom place teams have still a chance of scraping into that two, that two v three clash, and uh, mm. and then could go to the final. So yeah, it's um, look, it's a twelve week competition. It's not it's not um, you know the longest, but it's going to be good fun. That's for sure. Yeah, no, it'll be interesting, and I think everyone should keep an eye on the Waratahs, particularly if they're going out, because you might be seeing a few of those guys running around the shoot shield in a few weeks. You'd think. Oh yeah, that, that's that is exciting. I mean, you know, that's that's probably the gr- the, the great byproduct of a Waratahs team probably not performing at their best at the moment. If if they do um, fall out the back end, yeah, seeing Michael Hooper run around, around down at, at Manly Oval, I, I, I would definitely pay money to see that. Yeah, that got a bit of publicity last week about Michael in particular, but uh, I, I suggest you like. I suspect, rather, you're going to see uh, an influx of, of Waratahs and then maybe Rebels players once uh, things start to sort of settle down. Brumbies have been sort of quite firmly contracted uh, down in Canberra comp and same with Queensland. So maybe more Rebels and Tars in and around the shoot shield once the uh, business end gets going. Uh, mate, um, another great round of shoot shield rugby, um, round three. It's still early days, but... Um, Already we're starting to now see some trends. Um, you got out and uh, got, got into the action on the weekend. You went out to uh, Penrith, did you not? I, I actually, I got changed at the last minute. There was a bit of a oh. curveball thrown at me. Um, so I am, whilst I was absolutely gutted, I didn't get to go out and have an emu burger. I did get to go to Lidcombe Oval and call the Two Blues v Randwick game. And, um, mate, the curried sausages there are still fantastic. That's good, mate. Well, it's a bit of a segue from the, uh, from the emu burger to the curried sausages, but hey, you know, there's, there's, uh, there's joy at the end of the (laughs) rainbow, at the end of the rainbow, mate. I hope you get to sample much more of the, uh, shoot shield, uh, smorgasbord, but, um, yeah, the curried sausage, mate, it's a winner. It was good. It was good. It looked like I reckon it had been cooking for about four days. Um, you know, I, I don't look. I'm not. I'm not the. Um, I'm not an expert on curried sausages. I must admit, but you know, the curry powder, maybe a bit of um, a bit of onion, um, some water, and then just let it boil for for three days, and that's what you get. It was tasty. I'll give it that. It tasted like you know it had been slow cooked within an inch of its life. <laughs> mate, what about the action pitch? Action on the pitch, rather. What, what happened out there, mate? <laughs> oh, well, it was a ripping game, actually. And um, you know, I think the two blues have to be applauded for that first half. Uh, it was nil all at half time, which you don't see very often in any sort of game, do you? Really? No, uh, I read and, that. That's interesting. Yeah, look, they whilst Randwick were pretty poor with their skills and just they they tried to go around before they could, you know, they. 
they didn't go through before they could go around them. Um, mm. and, and the two blues, that kind of plays into the two blues hands a little bit. You know, they've got some bigger bodies in that forward pack. And um, so they, they were just ready to front up all day. Um, and then once uh, once that half time went, I think they got a bit of a spray, the galloping greens from coach Benny McCormack. Um, they got well. I know that they got a spray. That's uh, that was the report from uh, their club coach Morgan Turanui to me. Uh, and then they came out a different side in the second half. And, and those sevens guys really were prominent. Um, mm. Guys like Kenny Well, uh, Dylan Peach had probably the best game. He was probably best on ground, I'd say. Maurice Longbottom came on in the second half and um, and scored a couple of tries. Uh, Lockie Miller was was in amongst everything. So, yeah, it was um, it was a, certainly a different ball game in that second half. And seven unanswered tries, 42-0 in the second half. Yeah, Parramatta, I mean, sorry, I can't get that right every week. Western Sydney will be very disappointed, obviously, uh, with how they fronted up in the second half. But, um, you know, good to see they were competitive early. But I did see some of the action uh, on clutch and uh, looks like some of those sevens players are starting to find their groove uh, in the round back one. Oh, definitely. I mean, you know, Kennywell probably hasn't played a game of 15 since high school, I reckon. And um, they started him an outside centre. And he once once he, uh, you know, didn't try and um, run around everyone, started distributing and then uh, and trying to run through them, then, um, you know, he, he was very prominent. And Dylan Peach, that guy's very talented, uh, was just dangerous all day with the ball. Um, long bottom, brilliant. Lockie Miller, brilliant. Um, you know, they, they're skillful guys as well, and they, their engines are huge. I mean, they don't play 80 minute games, many of them, um, for very, you know, at all, really, but mm. they, they are still really fit guys. And, um, and so I think that was probably one of the differences in the end, also. It probably wouldn't have been such a big score if the, if Randwick weren't such a fit side, I think. Yeah, they definitely are superior athletes, those sevens guys, but it looks like a few of them are going through a bit of a transition. But uh, you got to think in a few weeks' time, they'll start to uh, start to really fire. So uh, exciting times for the Wicks, who are now leading the competition. I know it's early, but um, there is a bit of a top six developing. We'll talk about that in a bit. But Ramwick on, on top of the comp with uh, Northern Suburbs, who we'll talk about next, actually. I was at Manly Oval uh, for the Marlins home game against Northern Suburbs. Um, uh, Northern Suburbs taking the win there, twenty-eight to nineteen. Uh, I have to say, Norse were, were really impressive. Um, they they came with a with a with a lot of in, um, enthusiasm, a lot of energy. Um, you know, Manly had a, applied a lot of pressure early, but Norse uh, picked up a couple of scraps and got scored scored some uh, uh, tries against a run of play. Uh, but Manly just couldn't capitalise on sort of early territory and possession. And uh, Norse, for, you know, once that sort of settled down, were probably the, the, the more dominant side for the match. And, uh, yeah, really took their opportunities. They've still got a good experience in, the, in their team. If you, if you look through, you know, Duffy and Sinclair, Bury. Um, I was really impressed with Lockatui, number 14. Um, he had a really good game out in the wing. Um, really impressive and uh, was really real handful. So the Marlins are going to be... Really disappointed, I think, with their performance, but um, Norse were, were too good. Did you catch any of this action, mate? Yeah, well, it was three tries apiece, wasn't it, Burjo? But I guess the difference ended up being um, Angus Sinclair's boot and, yeah. uh, and you know, probably just a bit of ill-discipline at the back end of the game, really. It was, um, you know, I, I, I dare say that um, Matt McGoldrick wouldn't be 
you know, thrilled with with that that result. But um, it's it's not all lost for Manly at the moment. No, it's it's still early days, but I I know they were looks really shaping up to uh, for a big one on Saturday, and it just didn't quite eventuate. It's still going through. I don't know. They've had a lot of lot of disruption now at ten, and unfortunately, the injury ward's not looking good. It looks like James Omson's potentially out for the season. So Ooh. lost lost yeah. lane. Lost Lane, lost Omson, who's the captain. Um, you know, uh, BJ Hartman, I think, will come in this week, so that's a bit of experience. But, yeah, a couple of losses. Um, but you're right, um, you know, the leadership of Palmer, you know, taking the points, Sinclair kicked the goals, um, Sinclair slotted the drop goals. So, yeah, pretty Im- impressive stuff um, from Norse, who who took their opportunity. I have to say they probably bombed a couple of tries too, and I, 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 I would uh, sympathise with their hooker, who was disallowed a try, um, in the game, he, he got cleaned up just before the line, which was potentially an arguable head high, but uh, clearly wasn't a, wasn't a tackle form of the thing, and, and reached over and, and, and scored, but then uh, was disallowed. But uh, anyway, Manly ended up scoring, it got close, but uh, yeah, yeah, well done to Norths. They're they're looking they're looking pretty impressive. Well, people were tell, were talking about this being a transitional year for for Northern Suburbs, a bit of a rebuilding year. There's a lot of guys who. Uh, out at the club anymore, um, but mm. for them to have picked up, you know, a couple of a couple of wins early in the piece, and and you know, scoring some some good points too. They're they're only two points off Randwick in points difference. Uh, I mean, that's that's pretty impressive. Yeah, it is impressive, and they're bringing players like sort of Gary Ports off the field who had a, had an immediate impact. So, um, yeah, they'll um, I think they're into the bye this week, so they'll be. Uh, Resting their feet and ready to go again. They might have Hunter after that, so they're sort of going to be sitting up the pointy end for, for for a little bit, I think. Um, so yeah, it was it was um, disappointing for a Manly fan, can't lie. But um, well done to Northern Suburbs. Yeah. The other uh, the other game on the beaches, which we talked up last week, was Rats and East. That was a tight one, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, a, a penalty at the end there to to Atwater to to win the game. Um, you know that. That was always going to be an absolute cracker, that one, and, and it certainly lived up to the billing. I'm sure that the hillbillies were, um, you know, whistling through their, te- their their very few teeth at the uh, at the end there. Yeah, I think uh, a bit of re- reassurance up there at Rat Park that the season's finally getting going for, for the Rats. Obviously, a lot of expectation around Ring of the last few years, and um, they'd be very pleased to get their season up and running. I saw some comments from uh, Ringer head coach Mike Riven looking like he's... Uh, very pleased to be getting going, um, but uh, yeah, look, it was a it was a serious seesaw battle. It was it was everything I think we thought it would be. Um, could have gone either way at points. Rats sort of had the early running, then East clawed back. You know, Rats couldn't quite quick away, uh, kick, kick away, but um, yeah, I thought um, uh, McKill um, and uh, Woolett and Ma had really good games. Benny Ma was. Uh, Really dangerous every time we got the ball. He's a, he's a he's an interesting player. He's really long and rangy, but um, deceptively yeah. quick, isn't he? He's deceptively quick, isn't he? Yeah, they're like almost like Paul Hoff figures, you know, like the, yeah. those guys. They're just they're long, got long legs, long levers. They kind of look like they they could be playing, you know, at number six or something, but they're standing on the wing and um, and gee, they've, they've got some talent. So yeah, it's good to see those guys playing well. Yeah, yeah, and now Ringer going into another acid test um, at Chatswood this weekend. So that that'll be that'll be a big oh, that, test. That's going to um, be a ripper, isn't it? That one, Coleman oh, against yeah. his old team. 
Yeah, game of the season so far, I think, um, just given, you know, everything that's come through. But, um, yeah, it's, um, no, it's it's looking it's looking nicely poisoned. Rats are just, as you say, stoked to sort of get in there. And East, um, I guess they're, they're sitting now uh, one win, two losses. So uh, they'll be looking to bounce back against the Woodies this week, which will be another interesting game, I would have thought. Yeah, East yeah. and Eastwood is always a uh, that's always a good one as well. I, I like watching that one, so I'll be there doing that one for for Swa Triple Nine Radio. I caught a little bit of a look at, at Eastwood's game actually on the weekend against Harbour, another uh, one of those derby matches we we talked about last week. Um, Woody's uh, ran away with that forty two to Harbour ten. Wood scored four tries from the driving moor. It doesn't happen every and three to uh, to their hooker. Yeah, right. The ACT Woodies. Yeah, Benny Batch, is, um, <laughs> Benny Batch is turning into a pretty, you know, pretty smart kind of a coach too, isn't he? Oh, yeah, absolutely, mate. He's a, he's a coach on the right. Yeah, Ed Craig scored three tries, so um, that's a good day out for the for the rake. Oh, you gotta love that. Yeah, coming off a Super Rugby debut season, and then um, and then yeah, three tries for the Woodies. Well done. They'll be pretty pleased as to, to where things are happening. We always talk about East sort of a bit of a slow starting side, but they've only dropped the one game against South, so. Um, Hanging in there well. Um, the other game, which was interesting, the one you were meant to cover but didn't, uh, Penrith had a much better showing against Southern Districts, I note. Yeah, it sounds like it was a, a pretty good re, um, result there for, for Penrith. I mean, you know, the first time back at Emu Park in at the Nepean Rugby Park there in, in a couple of years, um, I'm sure that, you know, a few of those Southern Districts um, players would have had a couple of emu burgers and maybe just sitting in the guts while they were out, out there playing. Um, we did mention the guy who scored the emu's first try in uh, in mm. two years, Luca Nanduratolo. Um, he, you know, we mentioned him last week as being one to watch, and sure enough, he uh, he, he got the um, the points for them. Um, but yeah, it wasn't it wasn't a pushover. I was talking to. Um, to one of the referees out there, and, and he basically told me that they just didn't fade like they have in recent years. Um, and, and the other thing that was really good about that uh, result for them out there is there's just a great optimistic feel around the place. It's um, you know it's very different to previous experiences of being out at Emu Park. And and I, I spoke to John Muggleton last week because I was meant to cover that game as well. Um, he he was basically telling me that they're just trying to survive this first five rounds, and then once they can get some running in the legs of a few of their rugby league players as well that they've managed to convert over, uh, then they'll you know they'll they'll start to trouble some sides and and you know I won't won't be surprised if they knock one or two teams off this year. Yeah, Todd Loudon uh, said the same. He thinks um, you know they're going to be a really tricky away trip for for a lot of sides. They're rolling into uni at Camperdown this week, so that'll be another big test for them. But um, pleasing signs um, out there at Penrith, and I think that's what we, we, we were hoping for this year, that Penrith would start to solidify themselves as a much more competitive outfit. And uh, Saturday was certainly a, a step uh, in the right direction, you'd say. So um, pleasing stuff from the emus. Uh, the final round from the weekend uh, was again out at Hunter, um, the wildfires went down to university, far too clinical, 59 to 10. The students, mate, they're looking like they're starting to roll again. Yeah, I mean, you look. one could argue it's been a relatively soft start to the season for them, but, um, you know, they're, they're a quality team, aren't they? They've got guys uh, all across the park from 1 to, one to, 50, one to 23, in fact, who can um, who can certainly come on and do a job. And, and you know, that. 
they've got the depth as well. They've got guys, even when they have an injury or two, they've got guys who can come up from reserve grade and, and really put in a, a, a good effort as well. So, yeah, they start, things are starting to look pretty ominous um, for the uh, for the students. And, 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 look, you know, against Penrith this weekend, it's probably just a matter of, of by how many. But, um, you know, the... I'd say that they'll potentially, um, you know, the, the Emus boys will try and rough a few of them up too. So that that'll that'll probably be good for the Sydney Uni guys. I think so, mate. And uh, you know, I hope hope the uh, guys give a good account of themselves on Saturday. But uh, again, this uh, this round four is uh, so much pressure on these games because of the shortened comp, and uh, it's going to be really interesting to see how this weekend transpires. We've got East coming up against the Woodies at Willara, as you said. Um, Gordon the Rats is just going to be a knockout. Um, the Hunter making the trip up to Manly will host uh, the Wildfires. Um, South and the Two Blues will, will be interesting. Uni taking on Penrith and, and Harbour uh, and the Wicks. West Harbour are going to be pretty desperate. If you look at the table, I mean, it's only round three, um, but we are starting to see a top six start to emerge already, aren't we? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the Wicks are... Uh you know, have had a, have had a great start to the season. I, I would think they would be very proud of, of that start, um, sitting on top 14 points with Norths and Sydney Uni and then Gordon Souths and the Woodies, um, you know, on 10 points. So there, there's your top six. But, um, uh, you know, East, East are sitting just outside of that, Manly and the Rats. Like that's three, uh, that's th- three pretty solid teams as well that will, uh, you'd think – Make their way into the six at some point in the in the next few weeks. So yeah, it's um it's looking good. It's a different looking sort of a ladder though from previous years, isn't it? I mean, Manly Rats sitting outside the six. I know there's a couple of buyers taken into consideration. Still a little bit ugly for Western Sydney. Got to got to say, there's not a, not a win out of the three sides and 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 the new guys Hunter. So I'm hoping um, some of the cellar dwellers are starting to get some points on the board because uh, it's only going to be a good thing for the comp. But um, interesting yeah. times yeah, coming, just coming to this weekend. Just a win, mate. Yeah. Just a win for one of those sides would would do you know the game all world of good. I reckon. Um, yeah, and as you say, it's such a sprint to the finish that um, if one of those teams can take a game off one of these, you know, sides that are further closer to the top, then it can set a real cat amongst the pigeons. And you know, I'm sure those teams don't want to be that spoiler team, but um, mm. you know, they'll take their wins when they can get them. And um, that that'll be it'll be really interesting to see how that um, transpires, you know, in this shortened season. Yeah, and you got to think. Um, I mean, the the whole COVID situation seems. I'm not going. I don't want to jinx anything here. Maybe I should just even talk about it because it's going. <laughs> touch wood, touch wood, touch wood. I'm touching wood. I promise, I am. It's going pretty well, you know. I think <laughs> players are maybe starting to uh, say, "Well, hang on, we, we're you know, <laughs> this thing may will probably go the distance at the moment, which is exciting." So, oh, yeah. I don't know. It's, it must be hard for the mindset. It had it been hard, but now it, you, you're really into a competition, so it's uh, it's it's all on, isn't it? Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, I've enjoyed the teams that I've watched this year in Gordon and Easts. Um, you know, Randwick and the Two Blues. I've got a glimpse of Manly and Souths at the, uh, in the in the trials as well. I just they've all got something a little bit unique about them. That's a little bit different to. Each and every other team, it's um, you know, there's this, it's it's such a really interesting year um, in, in terms of style of play and 
and, and the way that teams are, are carrying themselves through these first couple of rounds. So yeah, it's um, it's been really great to watch. Yeah, no, it has been, and we look forward to another bumper uh, bumper round this weekend. Um, I uh, I've been still sit across some of the Marlins social media, and I got a message from uh, one of the Hunter Wildfires players this week, and said we're looking forward to. A, weekend up in Manly and um, we sort of said the same, looking forward to hosting. And he mentioned that the Wildfires, while they don't have a win on the board um, on the competition ladder, they were undefeated in the boat race and have laid now the challenge uh, to the Marlins this weekend. So that could be interesting because Manly does have a phantom drinker that uh, has done the rounds on social media the last couple of years. That guy. I know that. I've seen that guy. He looks like... Um, it, I don't know. Like you know, when you ever seen that movie, The Mask? You know how he just shoves the dynamite down his throat and and yes. explodes in his guts. That that's what that guy looks like when he does a boat race. Um, yeah, he's um he's um a bit of a a bit of a cult figure down at the Marlins. Um, he's he's I'm not going to name the young man because he's pretty focused on rugby now and he's trying to shake that uh, that tag away from his. <laughs> himself get known a bit bit more about his rugby because he's a very good player but um there might be some encouragement from the marlins to to uh don the cape this weekend and take on the wildfires oh that's legendary get him on get some video around it too let's get this guy out there Mate, get him on the grassroots rugby show get him on shoot cast i want to see it more of it i reckon yeah i think so well it should be going down on the oval um after the game we're obviously not able to go to the club <laughs> club anymore so We'll all be there, mate. Just make sure it happens. So, Swaney, were you heading out to the footy this weekend, mate? Where, where are you at? Yeah, I'll be at Eastern Suburbs v Eastwood at Woolara Oval doing uh, that for, for SWAT Triple Nine Radio, um, 99.9 FM. So uh, looking forward to that one. I've seen Easts already this year. Looking forward to getting a glimpse of the Woodies um, for the first time in the flesh. I think that'll be good. And, um, yeah, I, I might uh, make sure – I'll just have to make sure that we're – you know, well and truly socially distanced down there at Woolara Oval. I might put on my uh, high-vis COVID inspector shirt or something. Mate, I'm going to keep a, keep an eye on things that are happening uh, on the box this weekend, particularly I'm really keen to watch this Gordon Rats game. I'll head down oh, yeah. to the Oval too and watch the Marlins run around against Hunter, but I will be keeping a firm eye on the TV. Gordon Ringer, um, Gordon we're sort of thinking it might be the real deal this year. They're going to get a good test because um, the Rats are going to want to continue the momentum, you'd think. Oh, absolutely. And there's just that little added bit of spice, isn't there? I mean, DC's been at Gordon for two seasons now, but, you know, he won the Rats their first title in a long time a few years ago. And, um, yeah, there's just that little bit of spice about it. Uh, you know, the Rats are, you know, just, they look like they're still that team that, you know, doesn't give up. Um, and this Gordon side looked just so polished and and clinical early in the in the season. So yeah, oh, it's going to be a great one. You're going to have to tape that one live and free on seven two um, on the weekend. I think, mate, I will be. I'll be looking forward to it. Have a great weekend. Thanks for jumping on, Swaney. Mate, always a pleasure. Love chatting. Shoot Shield.